Hey everyone, welcome to the Martin Sibley Show and it's today's episode of my Disabled Founders Journal talking about all things as a co-founder and CEO of the Purple Goat Agency the marketing agency that's connecting brands with disabled consumers via disabled influencers so it's that time of the day where the virtual meetings are all finished the emails are as caught up with us as possible and I've either been on the dog walk and had dinner or about to do so. And as every now and then I actually clarify that, that tonight I have in fact had dinner and been on the dog walk um, and just sat in the garden to record this episode on this really warm June summer's evening in Cambridgeshire, United Kingdom. And today I want to talk a little bit about how it's good to have different abilities within a team and from a broader business entrepreneurial perspective that would be more around how you want someone that's good with numbers someone that's good with people someone that's good at admin uh, the different sort of general skills and that's just an example of a few of course there's a a lot more variety of skills and indeed some people have a have more than one and some people are massively awesome uh, just one of them and all of that is really good as long as there is that mixture and variety within a team so that you've got that spread of skills within a team to deliver more quality, more value, more quantity as well for clients, for customers, etc, etc. But I also wanted to talk about it from the perspective of having a disability. So as I've mentioned a few times, the core team at the moment of Purple Goat, and I say at the moment because I don't think it's going to be very long before we're looking to hire in as we get more clients and more growth. But at the moment, the core team is Chris, who's previously worked with me at Disability Horizons, and he's currently our campaigns manager and client account manager as well. So sort of a a dual role and just looking after the, the clients, the influencers, and just making sure that we deliver on our promises to our clients and deliver on the campaign results. Um, so that's what Chris is up to. We've also got Freddie, who is our intern at the moment, has been doing an amazing job at getting the Purple Goat social media channels moving forward. And he's definitely got a good eye for design. He's been creating some really good um, photos and images for our Instagram and you know, just sort of sharing some news and updates. And there'll be a lot more coming soon on the Purple Goat social media. Thanks to Freddie. And so today, actually, Freddie was um, had a day off as he was off um, doing some personal things he needed to sort out. But um, Chris and I caught up this afternoon because we've got a pitch to address a brief. And so when we're in talking in agency world, for those in agency world, this will be quite obvious what I'm talking about. But for those that aren't as up on agency world, you very often get a brief from a potential client or a prospect, you might say. And from that brief, which basically explains what they're looking for, in this instance, it's a marketing brief. So it's the sort of aims and objectives and the parameters, things like the budget that they're looking for from this brief, from this campaign. And then we, and sometimes very often with other people as well, all put together a a proposal and then pitch that. And then hopefully we'll be the successful agency to carry out that campaign on the brief and obviously get good results and then be able to do more campaigns and build a deeper relationship with that that client 
So we've got got a few different pitches going on at the moment. It's really kicked off with our um, pipeline and our prospect client list. But this particular one we were doing, I sort of said to Chris, be great for him to get involved. I mean, his role is more to get involved once the agreement's been signed and then he sort of takes over from me to to then get cracking on executing the campaign. But from my perspective, I wanted Chris to be involved just to get that, you know, two heads of better one and to have that sort of diversity and creativity that's important. So from my perspective, it was really nice having that second pair of eyes and that other brain involved in that creative process as we set about putting together this pitch deck and making sure that we addressed the brief and we were coming up with all cool new ideas and being innovative and, you know, just bringing as much value we could to this particular pitch deck. But also what we found is that we have different abilities sort of physically. I mean, we, we both actually have a very similar disability called spinal muscular atrophy. We're both in a wheelchair. We both have to have a fair amount of care support for everyday tasks. But even so, there's still certain things that we do differently and can do or not do to, to different extents. And also the way we interface with technology. So basically we're we're on this shared uh, sort of deck, uh, almost like a PowerPoint slide on Google Drive. So it's cool because we can both log into it, we can both see it live, we can both um, be updating and editing things and it immediately changes for the other person. So we're, you know, in a, in a general, a lot of other people do this. It's a great way of co-producing a, a deck and you know, being able to, work on different parts of it and see the same things together as you go but so I use my phone for most things and I only really use the laptop more for sort of video call that's been the big thing when I do my daily sib and I have zoom or google hangout or microsoft teams and it's basically with a camera I use the laptop so I I operate the laptop from an app on my phone so the phone acts as a mouse and also I bring the keyboard up on this app on my phone to then write what's actually appearing on the laptop. But most of the time, apart from those, you know, video calls, I basically would use the phone to, to write emails and, and even doing sort of slide decks and all that generally is on my phone. Chris is always on his laptop and he uses speech to text. So whereas I'm typing relatively fast with my thumbs on my phone, Chris is speaking and it that creates the the text using dragon dictate a bit of software clever bit of software called dragon dictate and obviously now we've got you know siri and google assistant and amazon alexa which is more and more understanding what our voice is saying and there's often ways of using those sort of interfaces to take your speech and put it into text but um chris uses dragon dictate um and as you could imagine there are sort of different times with you know as as text evolves it's getting better but there's still certain pitfalls and things are not quite perfect with the speech to text so there's that element that Chris is contending with and he's got some quite funny stories where it's um he's been writing emails and it's misunderstood him and not not just got it wrong but said something that might have been misinterpreted and come across quite inappropriate um so yeah that that's a general downfall of that sort of thing which is quite funny um and then yeah on this particular uh, this afternoon when we're doing this slide deck 
um, I'm struggling on my phone to actually get the text to change and to move the boxes around. It's just too small on my screen to be able to do these small text boxes. So I realised that actually if I use the phone as a mouse, I can bring it up on my screen and I've got it as a shared screen on our Zoom call. And so that was a bit easier to then edit the text, but it still wouldn't move the boxes and centre them and, you know, from a design perspective, get it looking right. So you've got me on my phone, me on the laptop via the app on my phone. You've got Chris on on his laptop with his speech to text and using the mouse. And, uh, yeah, there was um, some, some little barriers and challenges in getting all of this slide deck to look beautiful and to write all these words that we hope are going to be well received from the client in a couple of days. Um, but it was just quite funny how we sort of had these limitations ourselves and our tech had different attributes and sometimes limitations. But when we combined our efforts, it actually was um, was able to get all the different functions finished. And it yeah, ended up being that we're very proud of that that deck that we've produced and are excited to, to push it forward. So, yeah, I think there's a few little points from today's episode. You know, one is generally it's good to have that breadth of skills in a team and it's good to all get together even if it's sort of maybe just one person's responsibility like my role is to do the business development and sales so it wasn't so much for Chris but it was cool and we've done similar things in the past with Freddie as well and it's great to just get all the team together on occasions to really give it that extra creativity and extra quality and that's a general point for I would say for teams and businesses and then yeah when you've got different people with different abilities from a sort of disability and very commerce perspective it also can create some quite amusing moments of how when we pulled together we found solutions and I guess that that innovation and that resilience is something that a lot of disabled people have just through everyday life of you know having hacks and um, doing things always getting there in the end but sometimes doing it a long way around and sometimes doing it differently to what non-disabled people do but yeah there's just a few thoughts and lessons from this fun afternoon creating this slide deck anyway so um yeah that's today's episode hope you've had a great tuesday and i will be back again tomorrow for the next episode of the disabled founders journal bye-bye for now